Hey, guys. Cheer up. Things will get worse. Ain't got no water. Hey, wait a minute, you can't arrest a guy by just singing a song? For anti Cooper song, we can. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast where we talk about video games and movies and all sorts of entertainment, and we celebrate them together in a weekly blog-style podcast. And uh, we throw in some personal topics and some stuff I've been up to along the way. And some other fun things go in there too. And that was a really long intro, but we always start off the show with the topic of the week. This week I wanted to talk about video game movies. What is the main reason why I wanted to talk about this? And that would be... Tomb Raider, and I don't know why I'm talking like a robot now, but we saw Tomb Raider this week. Uh, we used our movie pass, and we went and we saw Tomb Raider, and it was a good time. Uh, I, I I would say it's a solid like B if you was to grade the movie. I, I didn't think it was like super mind blowing, but I thought it was a really fun and solid action movie using a really beloved and great game character and the actress Alicia Alicia Vikander. She did really, really good. She uh, portrayed Tomb Raider probably better than anybody could. Um, what I like the most about this movie is it was its own storyline. It took elements from all Tomb Raider, new, old Tomb Raider, and made it, made it its own origin story so they can build off of it and continue on in the future and make more movies with this character. And I thought it was really well executed and for a video game movie, it was awesome. And when I say for a video game movie, what do I look for when I go see a video game movie? I look for something that takes the reference material and makes it its own thing while staying respectful to the original source. So say if I go and see this Tomb Raider movie like I did this last week. I go in kind of with a, with a blank slate. This is how I always try to... I had like a level head. I'm like, this might be good. I heard like differing opinions. Some people loved it. Some people didn't. Um, I went in thinking, okay, as long as they have this character and they do their own thing and it's an actual fun movie to watch, I uh, will be happy with it. And that's what it was. So the question I was going to ask is, do video games movies need to be a thing? Because video games are an all-encompassing experience. You have the story. You have, you take control. You take uh, actions in the game. Your, uh, what's the word? I cannot believe I can't think of this word. Um, your actions play a role in what happens in the game, and the story. You are a part of the story. You have agency over the story. I cannot think of the word agency. I don't know why. Uh, you have agency over what happens and how everything plays out as you play through these games. So if you play a Tomb Raider game, especially the last couple, you have different top uh, subjects uh, or different quest lines you can go do. And you can kind of play them in your own way 
you can kill a bunch of people, you can do stealth or whatever. So it's kind of cool to see a movie take all these thoughts and elements and put it into, you know, a two hour, you sit down and you watch it and you're not, you know, you are experiencing it through the eyes of the main character, but you are not controlling them. So movies and games are such a different medium. If you think about it there, they have similarities, of course, you know, um, you experience a movie by watching, you know, something on the screen and then you turn your brain off and you, you, you give yourself over to the story and you, uh, take in the elements of storytelling, the visuals and the music and the sound effects and the acting and everything like that. You take it in and you just experience it. When it comes to a game, you take all of the same things, but then you have gameplay, control, and different things like that that make games their own set of media. Which is this is all obvious stuff I'm saying right now. But the question is, what makes a good video game movie a good video game movie? Um, I think that taking what taking what this reference material is and having a lot of respect for it. Uh, making your own unique storyline and having uh, characters play in that world in a very unique way that you can you don't have to sit down for 10 to 12 hours 15 20 hours 30 hours whatever in a game to experience and Tomb Raider is a good example of this if you haven't seen it I recommend it it's really good so here's some examples of some video game movies that are coming out soon Uh, we got Minecraft 2019, I definitely don't know what they're going to do with that. If they do something Lego movie-like with it, that'd be kind of cool. We got a Sonic CG in real life animated movie by Sony. That sounds weird. We got Mario movie by Illumination and Nintendo. We got Borderlands, Call of Duty, Detective Pikachu, Duke Nukem, Firewatch, Five Nights at Freddy's, and the list goes on and on and on. So, they're not going anywhere. Uh, they have these big IPs. They want to expand what... These IPs are make movies, TV shows, whatever. Uh, it's really easy for a company to mess up a video game movie because they think, okay, well, we have the characters. Everybody knows these characters. Let's just kind of like make a story up to go along with these characters, which has happened a lot. Um, I haven't really seen very many good video game movies. Uh, I think Tomb Raider is one of them. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph is a good video game movie, but it's not based off a video game character, so that doesn't really count for what I'm talking about this time. Um, The Super Mario Brothers movie (laughs) in the 90s, that movie is actually an okay movie. I feel like that movie is pretty underrated in the fact that it's a decent movie, right? It's silly and campy and whatever, but if it wasn't related to Super Mario, it would actually be a pretty interesting movie, and it and it, it's it's fun to watch. It's it's a fun thing. Like why? Did, how did this happen? <laughs> um, but I'm just thinking like, hold on, I'm just adjusting this. Okay, I, I'm just thinking that um, all the ones I listed before, they could all possibly be a good movie. But it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. It's really hard. You have to have a script that respects the source material. And the fans of that source material are going to pick it apart. So it's really hard to be like, man, let's let's take like a, a Final Fantasy movie, like uh, Final Fantasy Spirits Within. 
if you take all the Final Fantasy baggage off of that movie, it's actually a pretty solid CG movie. But everybody went in thinking this is a Final Fantasy movie. They're going to pick it apart, thinking this is not Final Fantasy. Why even call it Final Fantasy? You know. But, I mean, it's a solid movie. And then they had the Final Fantasy VII movie, which, again, got picked apart by fans and super fans of Final Fantasy VII. And that's the love it or hate it movie, but if you like it, you like it, whatever. And then we got the Resident Evil movies, which the first one actually has a lot of elements that you would think of when you think of Resident Evil. But the further you go in, the crazier it gets and the more action set piece style it is. Some people love that. But that's not really what Resident Evil is all the time. They're looking more for the horror elements. So, I don't know. Making a video game movie is really, really hard to do. Because the people that uh, are going to go see it are going to be the super fans. Um, One I actually kind of regret not seeing. But it's actually, a lot of people like it. It's the Warcraft movie. And um, I've seen some of it. Like, I've watched it in spurts. But. I like the CG in it. It was really good. Um, and as far as I could tell, it actually paid pretty good reference to the original source material. And I know a lot of people enjoy that movie. So that's that. Um, any video game movie I would personally like to see, I'm not really 100% sure on that. Um, I, had, I have thought about it before. There's, You know you know what good, some good video game movies are? Actually, Pokemon has really good video game movies. But Pokemon is so different. It's such a weird thing. Um, I think that... Let me think. I had something in my brain. What was it? I think that Horizon Zero Dawn would be a good movie or TV show or a trilogy of a movie if they went through every single section of it. Like, you know, I don't want to spoil anything from the game really. But, you know, before the big thing happens, then during the big thing happens, and then after with Aloy, And then you can, you know, explore every single facet of that story that would be pretty fascinating i'd love to see a movie of that um the last of us is rumored to be making a story and the original creator of last of us the original writer neil something the name is on the tip of my tongue but i don't know but uh i'm not gonna look it up <laughs> he said that it the uncharted and the last of us movies are going to be way different than the game which can it can be a good thing uh, like I said before, if they took the reference material, they respect it, they give it a brand new story, they change the characters, why not? You know, it's a new medium. But keep the same heart, the same, you know, feel to it, to an extent. So you go up to a thing, okay, that was different than the games, but I had a lot of fun with it, and it actually made a lot of sense with the characters and everything. Like I said, it's a hard balancing act. So... Let me know, guys. What do you? What video game movies would you want to see? Um, I'm gonna keep this topic pretty short this week. There's not. I don't want to ramble too much about it. Um, but I don't know. I was thinking like, man, there, there's so many good games out there, and I would love to see like a cool, like a Donkey Kong Country, like movie. It'd be interesting. They make make it CG, make it kind of slapsticky and fun. See, all of this stuff can happen. You know, especially these blank slate characters thinking of like a Mario movie with like that's not CG in real life put together. Is that the Mario movie is just CG, I think. So an idea for a Mario movie, you know, you could have it be Mario, right? So, okay, Shigeru Miyamoto said Mario 3 is just a stage play. 
and we can show kind of like a Roger Rabbit style, but not just all CG. Mario and all of them doing a stage play for the Mushroom Kingdom, including Bowser, and and uh, and it can be more of just kind of a comedy or based around that idea that they're all in a stage play where the the story is always the same. It's just on a new, different, um, like oh, this one's on the galaxy, and this one's in Mario's uh, in the Mushroom Kingdom castle and stuff like that. I don't know. You can have a lot of fun with stories like that. They can make them Luigi's Mansion movie. That would be a lot of fun. Luigi going through there, you know, make it very, very slapsticky and silly, but kind of creepy and kind of fun, you know, Ghostbuster style. Uh, Luigi wouldn't be talking too much. Maybe have a companion with him that would talk a little bit more. I don't know. I, I just don't see Luigi talking for a whole movie and find think that would be interesting. I don't think that would be that fun, but who knows? Uh, I've you know, no more heroes would make a fun movie too because it's so, so off the wall they can do a lot with that you know the video game movies aren't impossible to write i can think of ideas for days but what makes a good video game movie and the line between a good video game movie and just pure you know slock or pure oh this is just for the fans is really really hard to find that balance and i feel like tomb raider actually walks that line just enough to where it's a really solid and great movie so that's it for that topic. I I didn't have a lot to say about it, honestly. I'm just kind of like, you know, video game movies. I'm going to get my timer ready for this next part. But yeah, let me know, guys, what video game movie would you want to see? And what are you looking forward to in the future? Or the, you know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what, what video game movies would you want to actually see down the line? And any ideas are great. I'll share them next show if you uh, leave them in the comments. So next up, we're going to do our recommendation minute. We're going to start our minute in three. So if, if you don't know what recommendation minute is, I just rattle off a bunch of recommended things for a minute, literally. <laughs> Here we go. Recommendation minute starts in three, two, one. So this week, I want to talk about amazing food combinations or food combinations that I prefer and really, really like. We got pepperoni pizza. You take a pepperoni pizza slice and you put a pickle slice on that thing. Put a little Parmesan cheese. Put a little hot sauce. Take a bite. Freaking delicious. Next up, you go to Wendy's or any place that has really good french fries. And you get your chocolate frosty or milkshake. And you dip your fries in the milkshake, which is not a very uncommon thing. But it's delicious. So if you haven't done it, do it now. Go get yourself a bag of cheesy Doritos. Get some sour cream. Get your favorite Louisiana hot sauce or Frank's hot sauce. You dip that Dorito in the in the sour cream. Put the hot sauce on there. Take a bite. You can do the same thing with potato wedges. They are amazing with sour cream. Yeah, that's some weird suggestions, but let's go ahead and talk about something that's not food. Check out the new series, Stuck in the 80s, on the Retro Nonsense YouTube channel. It's fucking awesome. I love it. Definitely go watch it. All right. I think that the topic of the week this week wasn't super strong. So let's tell a story in what's happening <laughs> this week. This week's been weird. This has been a weird week. Um, so I'm recording this late because of all of this stuff too. So uh, I fell again. So if you don't know, well, I don't know if I've ever told this. Last year I was working. I fell and I dislocated my shoulder and I was out of work for two months. It was this, It was horrible. It hurt. And I can't do anything. So this week, so what happens is I'm at home, 
and we take I take a shower and there's water on the floor. Uh, we have all ceramic tile in our apartment. My girlfriend is changing her contacts and she has the wrong solution, so her eye is burning in the other room. So I'm at the computer doing whatever, watching YouTube videos, whatever, uh, typing scripts up and stuff, whatever, just wasting time, really, honestly. <laughs> um, wow, it went off again. Stop going off. So um, I hear, and it's the wrong solution. So the solution that she has for her contacts is actually like a deep cleaning solution. It's not regular eye uh, contact solution. So it's very potent. She puts it in her eye, and it's burning her eye. So I don't know this. I'm in the other room. She, I just hear her go, Josh, come here right now. Something's going on. Ow, ow, ow. And she's like, I'm like, holy shit, what's going on? So I jump up, and I literally start running in my apartment, which... You know, that's my fault. I'm running. Uh, I slip on the water and I land on my knee and then on my shoulder, which I dislocated last year, and the bone popped back out. And it didn't pop out completely. So I'm sitting there on the ground. Oh my God, my shoulder popped out. Oh my God. Oh my God. All this shit. You're like, oh my God. That was terrible. Um, she's over there like oh i'm so sorry i don't know what's going on i can't see my eyes burning and i'm I'm like all right hold on to see if i can pop it back in just pop right back in hurt like hell but it didn't fully pop out i know it didn't because if it did it wouldn't have popped back in so easily so i'm here at home just trying to heal up resting my knee putting an ice pack on all this stuff we go to the er the next day because i wake up and my knee is just throbbing. There's a spot in my knee. It's still a little tender now. I'm touching it right now. Um, and I touch it. I can feel like a sharp pain in my knee. So I'm like, <sighs> well, let's go to the doctor. I call into work. And I take a little nap. And then we go after my nap. We go over to work. You know, it was like 10, in the, 10 o'clock or something like that. We go to uh, the ER. And we sit and we wait. We wait, we wait. I fill out some paperwork. Um, literally, the nurse comes over to me once we get into the back and everything. He goes, "All right, where are you hurting?" I was like, "Well, my shoulder's sore. You know, I dislocated last year." He's like, "Well, it's located. It's not bruised. Just we'll take give you some medicine for that." What else is hurting? And I said, "Okay, well, my knee. I feel like it might be fractured or something. That's what I was worried about." He literally just runs his hand over my frac on my knee multiple times and compares it to my other knee and then I say ow a couple of times and he's like well I don't think it's broken and I recommend you not get it, getting an x-ray and I was like well I think I might need to get an x-ray he's like no 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 it's fine it's fine you're fine man uh we'll give you some pain meds you're in pain do you need a note for work I was like yeah I definitely need a note for work and before I could say anything else he walks away and then I come over another person comes over registration and I'm like um, yeah, I think I might need to get an x-ray. And he's like, okay, well, we'll talk about it. And then like 20 minutes later, somebody comes over. Here's your discharge papers. They're discharging me. And I was like, well, so do I need an x-ray? It's like, well, the doc, the nurse says you didn't, but we gave you recommendation for, uh, orthopedic to go get it. If you really feel like you need to, I was like, well, do you think I need to? And then she's like, well, according to the notes, it didn't feel like it was fractured and it's felt pretty good. You just should just stay off of it and take the pills. And I was like, okay, well. So now I'm in pain. My shoulder's really hurting, but it feels like it's loosening up a bit. Um, I've been taking the pills, and 
all in all, I feel like I'm okay. But it was just a bad situation. It's literally a year since I fell. It's almost year to the day that I fell again. And it was terrible. Like, why does this stuff happen? You know, whatever. <laughs> Doctor's offices suck, though. I have insurance and everything. Uh, I never got my primary care phys- physician worked out yet because I just, just haven't yet. I haven't really felt the need to go to a doctor or anything. And I really do need to get a checkup. I just haven't actually done that yet this year. So it's like, well, let's go to the ER. That's my best bet right now. So we did that. And it's kind of like all oh, a whole day worth of nothing when I, <laughs> when I went there. At least I got a doctor's note, though. So that's that. So let's get off this negative climb because this podcast is kind of weird right now i feel like this is like last week i felt like it was one of my strongest shows and barely anybody downloaded it and i bet like this week for some reason everybody's going to download this and be like man this show sucks huh <laughs> i'm just kidding I'm, I'm being too hard on myself anyway let's 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 talk about sea of thieves i didn't get to play sea of thieves <laughs> so the first day when it came out uh i had game pass installed so the day before it came out i got had game pass installed this was Monday um and ever since then I've been playing Halo 5 (laughs) it's because I downloaded Halo 5 and I'm like well let's try this multiplayer out because I remember liking Halo multiplayer and yeah I got really hooked on playing just a ton of Slayer I'm actually pretty decent at it I didn't think that I had the chops to actually stand on the top of leaderboards on multiplayer servers but I guess I do on those rando servers on Halo 5 which it was a lot of fun. I was kicking ass. I was stomping people, man. It was it's great. But um, I saw him play Sea of Thieves the first night. Uh, I actually sat there for like three hours just trying to get in the server, and I never did. The second time, I got on for like five minutes, and then something happened. I had to go take care of it. And then yesterday, it was all the falling stuff and dealing with all that. And yeah, today we kind of just hung out. We went out around town and chilled so i didn't haven't really got a chance to play it i haven't really played much video games this week besides halo 5 you know fortnite i'm still grinding on that of course i have a great time with that i almost got a victory victory royale by myself i got number two the other day which that was freaking awesome it's so fun um last of us still pounding away at that uh, i feel like i'm getting near the end i think i am i think i only have like a couple more chapters sections i guess they don't really discern chapter in that game i'm not sure but yeah it's pretty i'm pretty close to the end in that um but yeah what games i'm looking forward to coming up is uh we got a way out and that is gonna be a lot of fun i'm trying to get it so we can play it together me and sierra it is a prison escape game where you play as two people that meet in prison and you do different puzzles like a split screen so it's co-op catch co-op and you each do different puzzles or a different part of a puzzle to get out of jail. It looks like a lot of fun. So uh, the I was watching a little stream of this earlier. So basically what I saw was there was this nurse. The one guy in bed, he's like covered up. He distracts the nurse while the other guy goes around. And then he, he has the guy distract the cop too. And you grab like this paint chipper thing. And you bring it back to the bed. So it's like, you know, you're both helping each other out to get out of jail it looked it looked like a it looked interesting at least uh i, I looked at some reviews i think i got like an average of like seven to eight out of ten and most people said it's not too fun if you just play with random people online but it's a lot of fun if you play in person couch co-op so hopefully i'll get that and then also i'm super super stoked to play some far cry 5 i've heard so many good things about it i've seen so many 
I've seen enough gameplay to where I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to love this game. Uh, and didn't watch too much more because I don't want to be spoiled on some stuff. But those are the games I'm looking forward to this week. Uh, Ready Player One comes out next week. I think that it comes out after I record next episode, though. So I think so, yeah. So I probably won't be talking that, about that for a couple weeks. But I've heard so many differing opinions on that. And I'm so curious to see. Um, I saw the trailer the newest trailer in front of Tomb Raider and just seeing that part of the trailer where he goes into the Oasis I got like a little teary eyed because it looks so nice I'm like I don't know why I'm a little sap sometimes but I'm like man that's pretty much exactly how I imagined how it looked you know so that was pretty cool so I'm excited to go see it and we'll see how that goes uh yeah that's about it I'm kind of rambly this time but we're going to go into the next section, which is the news of interest. The news of interest da, 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 coming to you live. So we had this Nintendo Ninja Direct, and it was last week. Um, this can be kind of a short episode, I think. But hey, that's all good. Uh, we had the Ninja Direct, and I'm going to go over what games are coming out. Uh, I'm going to go from Kotaku. They have it listed out by when the games are coming out so you can kind of look forward to some stuff um i'm gonna go through some of these that i don't care too much about but the ones i do care about we'll go more in depth with so let's see here getting pulled up we got force for the spring we have garage it's a great top-down shooter with vhs inspired graphics from tiny build it's first on switch so this game looked kind of like a survival horror twin six shooter and it looked it looked pretty interesting had a nice look to it but it didn't like blow me away with its visuals i'll i'll look more into it later on uh they we have luminous remastered a port of the beloved musical falling falling block game that confirms that yes indeed the nintendo switch is the true successor to the psv and the psv that's that's their words it kind of is and yeah Luminous is a lot of fun. I've played it a good amount before. Uh, where did I play that, though? It must have been, like, on PS2, maybe? Ah, don't quote me. I don't rem- really remember, but it's a super addicting puzzle game. Uh, it's kind of rhythm-based. It's kind of match. It's a kind of a match game at the same time, and it's just a unique game, and I'm glad it's coming back. I'll probably pick it up just for, like, on the go when I want to jump into something real quick. Uh... Reigns King and Queens is a combo pack of both mobile Reigns games, which they actually are supposedly very good. Um, and it's all about just swiping but left to right, up and down, through different stories. And a lot of people say it's actually a lot of fun. So I don't know. It looked kind of dull to me just from watching it, you know. But it might be one of those that you get so engrossed in the story that it's actually a lot of fun. That remains to be seen in my opinion. I don't know. Um... Lightfall, which as a fan of Celeste got me going, oh man, I definitely got to play this. It's a tough looking 2D platform that lets you place a magical box mid-jump. So this box, whatever direction you're holding, it'll give you an extra boost up and you're bouncing back and forth. It's kind of like it's a splatformer, which is a hard platforming game. Um, I usually either love or hate these games, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, when I got, what was it? End is nigh. I played some more of that uh, before. And I just never got into it. I didn't like it that much. But Celeste and Super Meat Boy, I just love them to death. So we'll see. 
I might love it. But it looks, I love the look of it. Kind of has like a silhouette, like dark, kind of gritty look to it. Um, I liked it. I, I think it looks like it could be a cool game. Um, West of Loathing, a comedic stick figure RPG that was all the rage on PC last year, which I think is already out. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. I, I don't know if it, it's for me, but I like the art style because it's just dumb looking. It's just stick figures and uh, line drawings of everything around it. And it has some pretty funny slapsticky. I think I said slapsticky like a million times this episode for some reason. But um, it looks funny. And it has some dry wit and some sarcastic humor in there. And it looks pretty good. I don't know. Uh, Pode, a co-op exploration game. That game looked Pode. I I didn't I didn't really care for the look of this one. It looked okay. Uh. Yeah, I don't have much to say about that one. Let's look up a trailer, I guess. Uh, for the summertime, we got Just just Shapes and Beats. It's a musical bullet hell game from Berserk Studio, and it's a time console exclusive. This one looked like a lot of fun. I'm really into uh, rhythm games as a, as an, as a genre, generally. Um, the idea of having a bullet hell game cross with a rhythm game looks pretty sick to me it looked awesome and uh i was like yes this is a perfect one for my j for ccabc which eventually i'm gonna keep doing <laughs> uh next up they had fantasy strike which is designed to be more inviting to define a game for genre newcomers and i really liked the style art style for this it was kind of like a self shady really bright visuals and it looked pretty fun um I don't know. I'm kind of here and there when it comes to video uh, fighting games. So we'll see how it gets received. And then I'll go from there. Uh, the next two are pretty good. Uh, Bomb Chicken is a platforming. This this is uh, pretty going to be groundbreaking. This is going to be an insane thing to be described by the name Bomb Chicken. It's a platformer featuring a chicken that lays bombs. Whoa. Mind blowing. I probably sound really tired. I'm so sorry, guys. This is bad. I'm recording this so late. <laughs> uh, but it, this bomb chicken looked really good. Um, it kind of had like this mechanic where you can stack the bombs to um, destroy on enemies, of course. But you can use it to block projectiles and get up to next platforms and to uh, put down holes and blow entryways open. Like different puzzle mechanics around using your bombs to get around. And it had like a nice 16-bit-ish style which i like the look of it it looked pretty fun and cute and um i'm probably gonna pick that one up we also have the one that is the highlight of the show for me the rest of these are, are like meh compared to this honestly <laughs> uh the messenger it's a 2d game that it kind of blew me away right it is this already come out did this already come out i don't know I don't think it came out yet. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hold on. I, it looks like it came out on PC already. Oh, it says PC this summer, so it hasn't come out yet. They, they've just played it on this website. I'm like, did it come out yet? Did it already come out? Because i got to play this. But it, it kind of looks like a Ninja Gaiden-style game. But what blew me away is it has these portals you jump through, and it goes from an 8 to a 16-bit style, and you have different mechanics and moves depending on what 
version of the world you're in so it's gonna have puzzles based around that and action based around that and the art style is beautiful and the music's really good and I think this is gonna be this year's I think most people are on the same page where they think this is gonna be this year's Shovel Knight which is kinda like an homage to those early style platforming games that has its own flair and style and it looks really really good so put that on your radar if you're a retro game fan especially if you're like a ninja gaiden fan if you're a shovel knight fan like where you like that revamped retro feel into a modern game put that on your radar right now because that game looks insane i can't wait to play that um a couple more here that i i'm kind of like eh on like i don't really care too much about that there's bad north a roguelite real-time strategy game starring viking vikings had a pretty cool art style um the gameplay looked pretty uninteresting to me but who knows (laughs) i'm not into that style of game so i can't i can't speak to that and then we have banner saga 3 which banner saga is huge games critically acclaimed a lot of people like it. it's an rpg game where your moves actually matter and if you lose people you really do lose them has a really nice like a hand-drawn like cartoon style but really nice looking i guess it's hard to describe but it's just a beautiful art style and i've heard this the story is really captivating it's one of those it's like man i wish i was into that game because it looks so cool <laughs> Uh, for the fall, we have The Mark of the Ninja Remastered, a new stealth, new version of the stealth game we liked a lot when it launched in 2012, and I liked it a lot too, but I never beat it. So I'm thinking maybe I'll pick this up and go through it again. It's super fun. like It's a 2D game, but it's some of the most fun stealth you'll ever experience in a game. It's just satisfying as hell. And I love the art style on this too. It's a... was it? Clay? clay clay studios make this so they always make really beautiful games so yep that one definitely on my radar probably be picking that up and then there's one that says just later this year it's called pool panic a game from rekim rekim r-e-k-i-m and adult swim that seems to turn all sorts of locales into giant games of pool and basically the pool balls look like they have rick and morty faces or like you know that style of animation it looks silly and goofy and like a lot of fun i I like the idea of taking this pool idea and turning it turning it on its head and yeah check out a trailer for that it's called pool panic I, i think it's gonna be something unique and fun so yeah that was the nindy direct uh there was, it was pretty short. Uh, I didn't expect too much. I kind of expected it to be a little bit longer, but I felt like it was really solid because they had the Nintendo Direct, what, two weeks ago? If you put the two together, it, it, it creates, a, you know, 50 minutes of awesome games. So I think that's about it for this week, guys. This is going to be a really short show. Um, it's just been a crazy day and week. <laughs> I'm just really exhausted. So, And this is my show, and I... You know, I use this show as a platform to rant and talk about the news and to blog and just to, you know, vent. So I don't like it to feel like work. And yeah, so I I just don't want to keep going if I don't feel like I need to. I don't know. I'm just rambling, guys. <sighs> to the four people that listen, thank you so much for checking out the show like you always do. Please leave me a comment over on the forums 
it's cartridgeclub.org. Uh, check out all the po- uh, podcast videos, blogs over there. They actually do create some amazing stuff. Stuff that's way better than my stuff. I'm surprised they even associate with me. I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah. Check out all the stuff over there. Uh, go over to cartridgeclub.org slash forum. Click on Frantic Thoughts. Go to the latest episode. Leave me a little comment. Leave me a question. Whatever. We'll have a chat. Uh, I've seen... Most people that comment nowadays I see is Diego. So thank you so much, Diego, for coming by and leaving a little comment because it means a lot. It actually motivates me to go keep going and make the show every week, even when I feel like no one's listening. But I still have a great time, so that's what counts. Uh, We got my YouTube channel. Go over there there to YouTube. Uh, It's bit.ly slash frantic sub. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm ramping up, I'm ramping up. And then I put like three videos out, and then I stopped. Uh, making videos is hard sometimes, guys. It really is. <laughs> but I, I continue to make stuff. There's plenty of ideas I have. We're going to keep going. Um, podcast is at frantic.podbean.com or wherever your podcasts are located. Wherever you like to listen to, I am there. I'm Stitcher and Google Play and all that. Uh, leave me a rating on any of those. A rating. A rating on any of those including iTunes leave me a five star rating which I have never gotten a comment or rating over there please leave me one I would love it and follow me on Twitter at Frantic Society at Frantic S-O-C-I-E-T-Y and if you leave me a comment with hashtag Frantic Thoughts I check them every week comment or question and we'll talk about it in a little mini community section at the end of the show before the plugs Thank you so much for my small listener base. Um, I'm sure we'll grow. I'm having a good time with this show, and I'm never going to stop. <sighs> it's just like, I feel like it's like a bummer, like I'm saying bye forever. But we'll be here next week talking about some silly stuff. And like always, see you then. I love you so much. And that's it for the show. Bye! If I could begin to be half of what you think of me I could do about anything I could even learn how to love When I see the way you act Wondering when I'm coming back I could do about anything I could even learn how to love
I see The way you look Shaken by how long it took I could do about anything I could even learn how to love